And according to the doctors, we're in serious side effects territory now. So they made the decision to stop all the cancer drugs. I had a scan, and everything is good. I mean, most, virtually anything that was in my lungs is gone. There was a little bit of an enlargement of a lymph node, and then the a small, the tumor still exists, but it's very diminished. So they were encouraged by that. Well, welcome again to Chino e Chicano. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. Well, it's been a few months since we last talked about Matt's battle against cancer, and we thought we'd do an update. Actually, I think we last talked about this, Matt, in April, and it's been over a year now that you have been dealing with kidney cancer and going through, well, all the ups and downs that that brings, and it's been a lot of ups and downs. Oh, it's been an incredible journey. I mean, you know, when we started this whole thing, I didn't think I'd make it through Christmas. Really? You know, and here we are a year later. Um, it's been a year since I've been on the immunotherapy drugs. And of course, you know, anybody you talk to with cancer, it's always changing. It's always changing. So why were you so negative, I guess, that you wouldn't make it very long? Well, because you feel like shit. I mean, you know you're sick. Yeah. You know you're sick. And when they tell you there is no cure... That kind of puts things into perspective real quickly. So, of course, you're going to process it. I mean, I think I've handled it pretty well. Yeah. I mean, just being able to talk to people about it and the support people give me is amazing. Um, you know, it, it's it's because it's phases. It's not knowing, you know. I mean, that, but, but that's basically the story of life, right? Yeah. Not knowing. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it kind of brings it down to a crucible of what's important, what's not. Uh, and I think... That has brought some clarity to the things I do that, you know, nothing else does. I mean, it's, I mean, everybody's going to pass, right? I just have a little bit clearer roadmap. <laughs> I'm sort of in the in, inset area on the map saying, okay, here's where you're going to operate. And so that's where we're at. Um, you know, and, and there's been ups and downs. When I, when I first was diagnosed, I got really ill. And they were, you know, because they had a plan. Um, that plan changed. They put me on the immunotherapy drugs and... That went well. I mean, it went well. It, it's working really well. Um, and, you know, there's ups and downs of things of just dealing with your side effects. And, uh, you know, of late, about a month ago, I started losing the vision in my right eye. Mm. Um, and that bothered me. Of course it bothered me. And I went in and they said, okay, this seems like it's uh, your optic nerve is inflamed. And they didn't really know why. So they did an MRI. Um, and in, in the process of giving me an MRI, they found out that my kidney functions were declining. Um, the MRI came back clean. There was no tumor, so, so thank God for that. But what they determined was I have what they call immune, immuno, no, let, me, let me read this. I got to read this to get it right. It's called immune-mediated nephritis. Hmm. And basically what it is, one of the two cancer drugs I take is causing my immune. Uh, my immunization system um, to attack my nervous system. So it's attacking the optic nerve, it's attacking the function of the kidneys, and it's also in some of my joints, uh, I've developed osteoarthritis. Um, and according to the doctors, we're in serious side effects territory now. So they made the decision to stop all the cancer drugs. I had a scan, and everything is good. I mean, most, virtually anything that was in my lungs is gone. 
there was a little bit of an enlargement of a lymph node, and then the a small, the tumor still exists, but it's very diminished. So they were encouraged by that. So they immediately started me on, uh, they took me off the drugs, and they put me on prednisone, which is a cortisone, and it's very strong. Uh, and I've been on that for three weeks, and my numbers are falling back into line. So that's so what they assumed was happening, I think they're pretty sure that's what it was. So the plan now is to put me back on a, you know, in a week or so on one of the cancer medications to keep that going, to see which one was actually doing the most amount of work. But uh, what was amazing to me is being off the cancer meds for a month. All my side effects went away, and I realized how degrading the drugs were to your life because it's a slow process, you know, so you adjust. But I feel normal now. I mean, I feel really healthy. I'm sure a lot of it's the steroids, you know, I'm kind of roided up right now. But, <laughs> but again, it's another phase, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to stay positive. I do stay positive for the most part. Yeah. So the tumor at one point, at its largest, how big was it? I think it was like I'm not. I can't really remember, but I know it has shrunk eighty percent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, is there any talk of going in and doing some surgery to get that out? Well, I'm going to talk to someone uh, in a couple of weeks about that because here's the case. They said unless there is completely, unless there is absolutely no trace of cancer in your body, it doesn't make sense to take it out. Hmm. Because you would still have to continue with the treatment, um, and 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 again, you know, uh, I'm in pretty good shape. I could withstand it for sure, but th- that's what I need to discuss. Because usually, because one of the interesting things is the drugs they don't they know how they work, but they don't know how well they work because they haven't been on the market that long. So they don't know is one year on immunotherapy enough? Is two years? Generally, they say that the way they do it is by two-year chunks. So I would have been off this drug within, you know, less than a year anyway. So, um, so that's where we're at. And, you know, who knows? Uh, if, if the drug, the immunotherapy drug that I take is the culprit, nothing in that class of family will actually, will, will actually be safe for me because it would occur again most likely. So that's where we're at. But you're still taking a chemo tablet, right? I, I'm oh. not right now, but I will probably okay. in another week. One thing that I have really noticed with you is that, uh, okay, your your color's back right yeah. now. Because you, you were like kind of this pale... Old white guy. Kind of, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah. With spiky hair. And, uh, and, and you actually had this kind of ashen look mm-hmm. to you. But I, I noticed that uh, we just had dinner, and so uh, I looked, hey, look, you kind of look normal now. You've got some color, and um, of course, I could tell the steroids had kicked in because you were talking about a minute, <laughs> but back to old Matt, um, along with the profanity. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, there was a, a distinct difference. But I have to go back to, you know, when I asked you about uh, you being just so uncertain that you were going to not last very long. Uh, I got to tell you, I think that you sort of mask that with me and, you know, our friends, Eugene Tagawa and James. Um, I mean, I know that in the beginning there, it was a, well, it's been a roller coaster ride Mm -hmm. completely, but even more so then because 
First they said, we're going to go in and operate and remove the tumor. Then they said, wait a minute, we're not going to do that. You were very feeling, I think, confused mm -hmm. and up and down about that. But I never got a sense of you like feeling like you weren't going to be lasting very long. So that surprised me. That actually, it still surprises me. Well, I mean, it's probably what the most personal expression you can have is dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's something that, you know, how can you share that with someone? I mean, you can, but not really, not in a satisfactory way. You have to process it. Um, you know, I mean, I'm the last one in my immediate family. My, you know, my, my parents are gone. My sister's gone. It's just me. So I know the finality of things. And it's really just putting things in perspective. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't go there at all, really. I mean, I don't sit there and brood and go like, eh, well, you know. I mean, it's, st it's stupid stuff like, well, do I get NFL ticket? Because, I mean, I don't see the end of the subscription. <laughs> or should I start this TV series? Because I want to make sure I finish it. So when I do watch series, I binge it, right? So you can get it all in. You know, yeah. and then I watch it. And if I like it, I'm like, well, shit, I want to see the next season. And will I be mm -hmm. here? I mean, it's stupid stuff like that that you think about. At least I do. Yeah. Well, because now you have something in your life that is making you think that, having mm -hmm. to think that. Because I suppose, well, now that we're in the 70s, yeah. uh, obviously we think about mortality more because we have friends and loved ones that are passing. I mean, mm -hmm. it seems like in the past year I've had more people that I've known that have passed away that it, it's got me thinking a lot about, okay, how much longer am I going to be around? Or, or when I feel an ache or whatever, my back's killing me. Could that be something else? So suddenly you really start to think about all that stuff a lot. Yeah. I mean, you reflect back. I mean, think about when, you know, the time when we were getting married. Everyone around the same age was getting I didn't married. Make, I didn't get married to you. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but, but know, I know, yeah, but during that period, yeah, know, we so, were all young guys. And it was in a, a course of maybe five years where all your buds get married yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. now we're in the course of about a, yeah, a, a window where people yeah. start checking out. I mean, you know, right. we're, the, we're the next ones off the bus. That's true. Plus, we're, we're grandparents now, and mm -hmm. there's a whole different thing about that because... I mean, I want to be around to see my grandson make it into his teen years and see yeah. what kind of an obnoxious kid he might be <laughs> and hoping there might be another one. But that's what draws you through life. That, that, that's, that's very true. Because so. what, 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 what I've really realized is, is, yeah, you have accomplished, you have great accomplishments in your life, but it's really the process of keep moving through life yeah. that keeps you going. Right. Because there's always something that'll pique your interest at the moment, you know, and that's why it's so hard for people, especially now, to live in the moment. I mean, if you say, "Oh, you got to live in the moment," that's really tough. Yeah, and and I don't know if you can actually do it, but at least you can try, and that's what I try to do. I mean, I try to take it day by day. You know, you wake up and you go like, "Shit, I'm awake." <laughs> I mean, really, because you know, you know, I've been under surgery enough. You know what the dark is when you just you're out and then you wake up and you go like, wow, yeah. what if I didn't wake up? You know, I, I, I mean, it's not it's, it's not scary anymore. I mean, yeah, it would be sad, but it's not scary because yeah. you kind of accept it. At least I do. I, in a way, medical things for me right now have become more scary because it's like every year I go for my check up with the cardiologist with uh you know 
to get my prostate with the urologist, get that checked out, hoping that goes fine. And then you start to think about that more. And, and I do mm-hmm. admit that more and more I kind of dread that because it's, it's sort of like, okay, did I pass? Am I okay right now? And then you think about those things. So, yeah, there, there's more of that now and than I had ever imagined before. That I, that, because yeah. your cognitive decline, yeah, physical yeah. decline is real. Yeah. And you can, it's measurable. And if you're sentient enough, you do realize right. it. So you know, what about the family? How have they handled all this? I mean, they've been great, of course. They're always great. I mean, you know, no one dwells on it. I think, you know, everybody deals with it in their own way. Because they know you're ill. They know you may never recover. But... How do you place that? Because the only way you can place that is in terms of your own uh, mortality. Right. Right? That's what it comes down to. You think you're sad. You think you're losing someone. But it's how you're okay with it. How you, you know, what you would experience. Because it calls into question the finality of life. Right. And that's, that's the biggest question. Yeah. Always, right? It is. Very much so. During this year, I lost a, a nephew 19 years old and killed in a car crash and just, uh, man, talk about, I mean, I feel so bad for my nephew and his wife and, uh, you know, his, his parents. And, but what gets me the most is that he was, he was a good kid and he was only 19. He had so much ahead of him and to have him die the, the way it did, it was just, uh, it really got me. Then it really got me thinking about my own kids and their safety and all of these things, which is a natural thing. But yeah, it, I think as I've thought about these types of things, it, it brings all of that stuff into, into focus a lot. So yeah. Um, so as you continue to deal with all of this, I guess what's been the, the thing that is, you've come to appreciate the most? Family. Yeah. That's what yeah. it comes down to. And being able to mm-hmm. be with them, spend time with them, and just, yeah. And to have because, them. Because, you know, yeah. power, yeah. fame, wealth, notoriety, any of that stuff is fleeting because it's in the moment. Your family's with you always. They are. Yeah. You can, uh, <laughs> you can use this <laughs> to yeah. your advantage. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I want you to come over now. Do you know what kind of shape I'm in? Yeah, yeah. that's anyway. brutal. But yeah, but but it is true though. I mean, because I find myself visiting friends that you know that I haven't spent enough time with. Yeah. Um, and 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 still meeting new people and finding connections, and it's fascinating. You know. All right. Are you getting emotional? I am either? getting emotional. Uh, yeah, boy. I mean, it, I it's know. it's it's been a journey, and yeah, it's. Hopefully it'll keep going. People, this is a moment to see Matt get emotional here. <laughs> this is a moment. <laughs> we got to mark this one. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, I think that's, you know, through everything that you've been going through, the ups and downs of all this, because that's the thing about cancer. I, I suppose it's about any disease that you're dealing with is just those, uh, everything's been so fluid. Yes. Yeah. I mean, from the time that we, you know, you first told us about it to you're going to have surgery, you're not, they're going to rethink it, um, you know, changing your medical uh, staff and going in a different direction there. That's just a lot of stuff. 
It is. I mean, it occupies my weeks for sure. I mean, like <laughs> oh, last yeah. week, I was in a doctor's office every day. Right. Um, but you push forward because what else are you going to do? What else? You, I mean, I understand it when people just kind of roll up and just go, I can't do it anymore. But yeah, yeah, that's not me. That's not how I'm wired. You're not there yet. No, you're you're responding well. You <laughs> you still got your dark humor and, <laughs> and all of that. So that that is a that's such a positive, really, that you've got all that. You got family and you got friends. And, yes. you know, and that's I think the other thing that really pops out here is just the friendships that you know are there and and being able to just give you support and and that's a great thing to have so so i i see no reason why you can't look forward to things yeah i mean i do i mean like i'm looking forward to you know the political season and you know i've been working with some candidates and and i just you know i just want to keep contributing because it's not about me it's about giving back i mean you have a lifetime of knowledge yeah. You got to do that. You got to do that. And you're at a point now where you can do all that stuff. So really, you have the time to do it. So going ahead, where are we now? You know, we're just waiting. I'm feeling hopeful. I'm going to go back on the cancer medicine. We'll keep pushing forward. I mean, I feel great physically. I'm in good shape, except for some odd numbers. But um, I'm nowhere near dire, right? But again, like always, next week could be different. And, uh, and that's, that's just part of the journey. So I'm glad that people support me, and it's been great. All right, so the journey continues. This is a marathon. Yeah, no kidding. But let's hope it's a long marathon. I think it will be. All right, take care. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at Enrique Cerna and at Lofanland for me, Matt Chan. You can also email us at chinoichicano at gmail.com and check out our Chino Ichicano page on Facebook. Our theme music was composed and performed by Antonio Gomez. You can find the Chino Ichicano podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other favorite podcast providers. Please take a listen, download, and subscribe. We are posting video versions of our podcast to YouTube, Go to search and type in Chino Ichicano to find our conversations. I'm Matt Chan, the Chino. I'm Enrique Cerna, the Chicano. We'll talk more later. Yeah.